Thank you for downloading the Kingdom Ministries podcast. Support for this podcast comes from your generous gifts and donations. You can learn more about our ministry of equipping followers of Jesus to use the resources God has given them at kingdomtools.org. There are no instances where Jesus or anyone in the New Testament ever, so to speak, prays for someone's healing where they ask God to do it. But yet we do that all the time. Prayer is one of those fundamental pieces of the Christian walk that can easily become confusing. It is no wonder that the followers of Jesus asked him specifically to teach them how to pray. In this Prayer 101 series, Keith Martins teaches a local Fresno church how to pray as Jesus did, so that they can see the same fruit that we read about in the New Testament. In this first episode, Keith introduces himself, Kingdom Ministries, and the topic of how we should pray. I am excited. I want you to know that um, I'm a Fresno boy, born and raised, and uh, this is my beautiful wife, Joan. Now, a lot of speakers say that when they stand up, you kind of go, oh, maybe this guy's blind, too. But just, uh, <laughs> but I can still see, as you can see, my lovely wife. Uh, thank you. And I'm not going to go there because I'll probably get the years wrong. That'll be in trouble after this in terms of how we've been married a long time. So, um, since 1979, so whatever the math is there, that's why I went to seminary. They didn't have math, so I figured I'd probably do okay. The, um, we've been, um, you know, God called us early in our, in our marriage uh, when we, um, well, we knew when we started dating that we both had a heart for Jesus and serving the Lord and all that. And then um, we got married, and I remember a, a key night for both of us. We were at a, a, a missions banquet for uh, the Mennonite Brethren denomination. That's our background, we're, we're Mennonites all the way back to like probably the guy, Menno, you know. But, um, you know, on both sides of the family, we did the Holland, you know, Russia, you know, here, the migration and all that. Um, and, and so that, that's been a, a, a critical part of our family. And we just praise God really for, um, I thought he didn't really have a testimony. And then when Pastor John Wimber was alive, I remember saying, people that have your story, you know, who grew up in a Christian home, who have generations of, of godly people in your life, that, that's, that's a miracle to me and, and today. And I go, wow, I never thought of it that way. So, yeah, that's kind of a miraculous thing. It doesn't make us any better, but it, it, sure, uh, it sure helps, you know, in terms of uh, just the faithfulness of generations. So at this mission banquet, we're there, and... and uh, one of our evangelists, you can just picture the guy from Back to the Future, you know, Doc with the hair. I'm telling you, this guy looked like, in fact, one time a guy, right after that movie came, a guy stood up in church and goes, was that Henry Schmidt in Back to the Future? <laughs> and so Dr. Henry Schmidt was speaking that night, and, and both of us just really felt this stirring in a, in a real particular way, you know, which is something for me because I kind of like am clueless most of the time. And so... We, we just talked about it, and then uh, a former pastor of ours approached us and said, hey, would you guys come to Eugene, Oregon for a couple of years? Would you pray about it? Be my assistant up there for no pay again. I seem to be falling into this. And then I started a <laughs> nonprofit organization. I didn't really understand the significance of that term, uh, but I, I seem to be on a roll here, you know, these non-paying kind of things. But God's faithful and he supplies somehow. So, so we ended up going there for the two years in Oregon. That was a great experience because it was different than what we'd grown up in. We got some first exposures to God's 
spirit, a little bit different worship style. Still, you know, the Mennonite thing going on, and we're used to that. And, and of course, encountered all kind of different things. I was like the associate and then the youth pastor guy. And, and of course, all the bad stuff would happen when he would leave, you know, like uh, uh, somebody suicidal. They never call when the pastor's there, but when he's gone, then I get the call. I mean, what do I, you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but things are different now, praise God, uh, for knowing more about his power and his intervention. And uh, since then, we, we haven't lost one, praise God. So thank you, Lord, for that. Um, so we, we did our time there and then came back. And this same Dr. Henry Schmidt and uh, Harold Penner, who's a realtor here in town, they were starting a church called Fig Garden Bible Church and asked it to be part of the leadership and the startup of that church. And that was really a wonderful experience for us as that church began to grow and began to see God do things. And that was about the time I was uh, finishing up. I, I did two years uh, at Fresno Christian as a teacher in the early stages in the 80s, 80 to 82. And I, uh, I really wanted to teach and coach baseball. I was so into baseball then. And um, after that, I, I kept feeling God calling, you know, pursuing us. And then finally went to seminary. And during that time of seminary in the church, we began to... Uh, learn in school, I was captivated by Jesus' message of the kingdom of God. And for me, that's the big picture. And I remember one of the profs saying, you know, if you want to start out and you want to go through seminary, you want to focus on the big picture things. You know, don't focus on like, oh, I'm going to study about circumcision for three years. That might not be that practical, you know, in this day and age. And, and so there were guys who wrote their theses on that. And I go, I go okay, well, well, that's weird. But anyway, so I, I spent my three years studying about the kingdom of God. But then we, we're going, okay, well, now we've got to see, like, is this, like, if it's today, too, it's not just about heaven. If it's real, then all the stuff we grew up believing. Because, you know, men and I, we believe what the New Testament teaches about the gifts, about the Spirit's work, about the kingdom being a present reality today. That, that God wants to get his way here now on earth as it is in heaven. And so then, so you learn about that and you get all pumped up and excited. Is that John? Hi, John. Good to see you, bud. This guy had a big influence on in my life. I'll get to that. So, um, so then um, we, we had this, uh, we, we said, well, we're going to go out and do some of this stuff, okay? Like, for example, healing the sick. Now, I don't know, I had never, you know, we prayed for people to be healed, and it was more like this, right? Lord Jesus, please heal. And you might build up a good case, and I was a really good guy, you know, and Lord, they just, you know, they love you. And you, you know how we do, right? We kind of throw in some good words for the guy, like maybe we'll convince him kind of deal. And, and so we're praying, and we pray with sincerity and all that kind of thing. But then as I'm reading, I notice, and, and I want to challenge you with this, and you're going to see it because you actually have a homework. So I told Terry about this. I go, was well, it okay if I give him something they can work on, like a Bible study? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, homework is good. You know, <laughs> I don't know if he's punishing you guys or what the deal is. No. But, no, we really want this to be a training thing. But for you, really seriously, for you to see for yourself, because, you know, I, I'm skeptical of guys that, that, that teach. I'm kind of going, man, you know, is that really in context? Is that really true? Is he exaggerating? And I, I, I worry about that. So I want you to see for yourselves. But, but check this out. If you can accept this, you can look for yourself now. Okay, you ready? There, there are no instances where Jesus or anyone in the New Testament ever, so to speak, prays for someone's healing where they ask God to do it. But yet we do that all the time. 
Um, even with the Lazarus thing, go, oh, yeah, what about this one? Lazarus, I go, yeah, but look, when it comes down, he goes, and what was funny about that was he goes, yeah, now, Lord, you know, I know you hear me. I don't really have to do this. I'm doing it for them. But when it comes down to it, what does he say? Lazarus, come forth. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Ministries podcast. Tune into our next episode for the continuation of this series. And for more content, please visit us on the web at kingdomtools.org.